0: to DocuPod, a podcast about anime, manga, light novels, and industry news. I'm your host, Brandon, otherwise known as DocPay, and this episode I'll be talking about the, I guess somewhat recent, uh, I mean it was from this year, uh, aired during spring season and we got it out of Netflix jail after that, Godzilla Singular Point. Netflix jail makes it oh so difficult for me to go back and watch anything they license because i watch everything weekly as they air and already have an extensive backlog of shows, books, manga. It's gone plot built. Like i have a lot of stuff i do. <laughs> uh and so when Netflix releases something all at once like this, it means i have to it has to be good enough or interesting enough for me to like sit down and not do any of those other things or not watch anything else from my backlog, but anyway, I won't get into a Netflix rant here. Just was saying that it aired this year, and so I finally got around to watching it this last week, weekend? Yeah, this last weekend, and figured, why not talk about it? All right, so let's, uh, let's talk about the series a little bit. Um, it's called Godzilla Singular Point. It was a co-production between Studio Bones and Orange, Bones handling a lot of the 2D character animation, and I believe Orange handled the uh, 3D kaiju stuff. It is licensed by Netflix, so you can find it on Netflix. It's 13 episodes long, and their description is very short. (laughs) I'll just go ahead and read it. It's literally one sentence. Brought together by a mysterious song, a grad student and an engineer lead the fight against an unimaginable force that may spell doom for the world. Uh, So yeah, that tells you pretty much nothing. But here's the wiki description, which they probably took from some other PR from Netflix at some point. It has a little bit more detail. The setting is Nagashio City, Chiba Prefecture, in the year 2030. Engineer Yun Arikawa of the local do-it-all shop Otaki factory investigates happenings in a Western-style house Long thought abandoned, Mei Kamino, a graduate student studying imaginary creatures, investigates mysterious signals received from Misaki the former Tsuguno district's administrative building. The two, these two strangers, visiting completely different places as part of completely different investigations, both hear the same song. As they become united, they are led into a battle beyond imagination involving the whole world. Godzilla Singular Point features a brand new staff and original story which depicts the young geniuses as they take on this unprecedented threat to the universe with their companions. Yeah, that's a PR piece, but it at least has a little bit more info. If you haven't caught on already by the name, (laughs) uh, this is a Godzilla story. It is a kaiju series, and frankly it's unlike any other Godzilla thing I've really seen For some background, I love Godzilla stuff and kaiju stuff. I wouldn't have claimed, I won't claim to have seen everything, but I will voraciously watch anything I can get my hands on in terms of Godzilla and kaiju. They're just, it's so fun, you know, big hulking monsters and robots and creatures. It, I like them a lot. (laughs) I may have mentioned this on previous episodes too anyway, but I do quite enjoy kaiju stuff. So I was immediately interested in this when I saw the promo materials for it before it aired. And then Netflix licensed it and I was like, Motherfucker, stupid Netflix. Now I gotta wait. So anyway, I have waited in this past week and I watched it. it like It's only 13 episodes, so it's not like it took forever to jump into. Or get through, rather. I will try to keep this largely spoiler-free. It's just... Considering the nature of the story here, you'll have to forgive me if I say anything that you may interpret as a spoiler. I'm going to try and not say anything I think like counts as a spoiler, but, you know, we all have our own definitions. So if you haven't seen the show and you're, like, deathly afraid of knowing anything about it, well, I'm just about to go talk about it, so there you go. There's your warning. In several ways, Godzilla's singular point is... Hard to judge. It, it's hard to pin down. It is a very new take on Godzilla and Kaiju. If you know anything about previous Godzilla or Kaiju stories, a lot of them revolve around kind of post war, like nuclear fears, environmental stuff. Like that is a lot of the spawn point for these stories and creatures and human folly, that kind of stuff. And so that's one distinct difference here is origin. Um, in this series, we jump into the future a little bit, but also a lot of it in terms of origin. These The kaiju in this story are not a result of any kind of nuclear anything or environmental this or that. They are essentially extra-dimensional. They are from another dimension, another universe. And that Underpins a lot of both what the plot is focused on trying to solve, and well, it's what takes some of our characters on crazy journeys. Uh, okay, let me let me back up. I'm gonna talk about the characters first this time, and that'll make sense once I explain. Um, I don't know, maybe a, a, a criticism ish of this series that I have. Uh, so characters, Yoon. Arikawa is our kind of primary male protagonist. He's one of those genius engineer types. He wrote and designed his own AI. He's helped build Jet Jaguar, which is, well, again, if you know kaiju stuff, the name will be familiar, but it's a Tokusatsu-style robot that his boss, uh, Goro Otaki, has instructed or you know, intends to build to save the world, as he says, and well, I mean, what better way to save the world than take on Godzilla? There's Aberu Kato, Uh, he's another employee of Otaki Factory, they bounce off ideas, he's with Yoon kind of the whole time, and the other kind of primary protagonist, the, the female portion is Mei Kamino, she is the graduate student studying imaginary creatures. She knows Haberu. They went to uh, some school together with the middle school. I don't remember. Uh, and she gets involved on the science y theoretical side of the mystery of what's going on. And there is a large supporting cast that I will sadly say largely do not matter. And so I'm really not going to bother talking about them. <laughs> uh, and that is kind of one running theme of this story in this anime series is that the characters are, in general, written as mouthpieces for some combination of physics, mathematics, theoretical, multi-dimensional, extra-dimensional stuff. Techno Babble, basically. But I think technically it it's rooted in some kind of general realistic concepts but they're basically out there bouncing pseudoscience exposition all over the place back and forth and that's what most of the characters are there to do they're, they're there to discover a piece of information and bring it to the others uh, or help get a character where they need to go it's just a lot of them are less characters and more there to just talk science Not to say they don't have personality, but I would not say that the characters and characterizations are a strong point of this series. And this is something that I think Godzilla always has to deal with. People watch Godzilla stuff for the kaiju, right? I mean, I do. I don't know. I I completely understand the injection and need of the ground-level human characters to... Well, ground the story and as much as I'd say it could be these stories don't suit themselves well to being entirely about just the kaiju. Now this series I think goes too far the opposite direction and really the kaiju are just kind of background to the like pseudoscience extra-dimensional mystery that the characters have been investigating in connection to the like appearance of an evolution of the kaiju themselves like the show is infinitely more invested in the characters exploring all of this like theoretical physics mathematics literature etc than it is with the like actual kaiju that's not to say that the kaiju aren't given like cool screen time or you know, slick action pieces, and just don't exist because they are there. And I do think there is, uh, there are a few examples in the show of a very interestingly blended mix of this, like over the top science techno babble, that blends with the actual story and kaiju that were being shown. I, th- and uh, at least for me, it was the, uh, I think it was the angriest episode, that was an interesting take on or that that actually managed to fairly successfully mix these elements whereas a lot of the other times it's heavily heavily in favor of the pseudoscience side and like the theory crafting than it is with the kaiju side of it So all of our characters are there but most of them are just vehicles for something else and none of them feel particularly like they ground the plot at all, because they don't have any chance to to do that. At no point did I feel like any of our main characters were in any danger. They themselves sure didn't seem to think they were, despite being around or even directly fighting with. I mean, kaiju. <laughs> you know, they got Rodons running around. They got Godzilla himself. They got Angrius. They got Mandras and etc. All around, raining destruction. They have a mysterious uh red dust that follows all these creatures and i'll get into that um well it's part of the science stuff so maybe i won't spoil too much about it but the large and the long and short of it is that these creatures are destroying cities and and i get the impulse to like continue and focus on the theory crafting and the pseudoscience and stuff but like i it was really hard to actually notice that there was destruction when our main characters just kind of waltzed around through it all without any consequence and there's like destruction happening but also they don't really show any of like the human consequence to it they just show like Tokyo looking destroyed but it's empty of people I don't know It, it was a really weird like there's a really weird balance here between the kaiju the human characters and this like over-the-top pseudoscience theory crafting that's at the forefront of the whole show that as much as I love sci-fi technobabble stuff Star Trek style big fan but like I don't think they were able to balance it for the most part successfully I thought the angriest explanation with like them solving how that worked and the hunt for that was was actually pretty good I thought that was a good balance mix, but the rest of it, I I don't think they do that well of a job. It's way too focused on the techno babble side to actually, I think, make the kaiju or even the to or more like to make the human side feel like it was doing anything of value, adding anything additional to the story. Like the humans were not there to add ground level anything in this and the kaiju were kind of a background mystery for the human characters to solve i don't know it, it was a really weird balance for a godzilla show and i found myself just wishing the characters would like i don't know n- not the characters but i wish the show would have spent more time exploring the kaiju themselves rather than the human characters running around talking about metaphysics and like some mysterious extra dimensional molecule that somehow connects t- to the kaiju and I say somehow because I'm keeping it a mystery for you <laughs> uh, I know what it is uh, or at least this the story does play that out um, but there's so much focus on this and then there's this whole concept of a catastrophe that will spell the death of the universe essentially, which is in relation to these the singular points in the story. And all of this, you know, ties in with like theoretical supercomputers that are calculating some code input to something called an orthogonal diagonalizer, which is again, a pseudoscience thing that interacts with the red dust to neutralize. Like, yeah, exactly. And, you know, then there's this uh, Indian folk song that keeps being broadcast and popping up uh, throughout the story and that's like the initial episode 1 mystery that they're all trying to be like what the fuck's this why is this happening there's a there's a lot I could say on this front but in order to avoid any kind of mage or spoilers I'm going to put a pin on that discussion but suffice it to say I don't think there was a good balance of human and kaiju and I don't think there was a good balance of the metaphysics technobabble on top of all of that that's not to say i didn't like the characters and it's not to say i wasn't interested in the like technobabble stuff going on in connection to solving the mystery of the kaiju i I thought it was a very fascinating attempt at modernizing kaiju uh, instead of having them be like human byproduct or like human error byproduct whether it be through you know nuclear waste etc you you know godzilla and I thought it was interesting to have them be evolve the origin to be this extra dimensional thing in connection to singular points and just updating the origin to something new. I thought that was a very interesting attempt. I thought they took it, you know, they dialed that up to like 13 rather than doing it in a little bit more moderation. And so they were so focused on exploring every aspect of this new like technobabble pseudoscience origin for the kaiju that I think it hampered the series overall in my view. I I love Godzilla and it was great to see an interesting take and rendition on it. I just don't think this was particularly well balanced. Now all of that sounds pretty negative (laughs) and I, I do think maybe it's slightly a matter of perspective. If like Maybe you're way into series that go super technobabble, and the funny thing is, I do like technobabble. You know, I'm a, I like stuff like Star Trek. I like hearing about the like theoretical applications of magic in you know like irregular magic high school. Like I like that kind of technobabble info dump stuff. I just think Godzilla Singular Point needed to rein that in a little bit. It it just took over the show. In a way that I don't think played to the strengths of the actual kaiju, except for a couple examples. Now, taking a step back from the characters and the plot and kind of the balance there, because I do think maybe again there's a degree of personal perspective in in that it's subjective. Everything I say is always subjective. You know, it's my podcast to talk about the way I thought about something, so that's what you're going to get. But that's not to say I did not enjoy this series. I actually did enjoy this series. I just think it didn't end up being what I th- imagined going in it would be. It's not ne- It's not a negative inherently, obviously. But I think in this case, I do personally feel like it was hampered a little bit. At least, again, the story and the characters. Now, the animation, however, solid throughout the show. Uh, the 2D stuff that Bones did, all the character animation and the action scenes... All really good. Um, I don't really recall any breakdowns and anything. I thought it was really well done. Uh, the kaiju stuff from Studio Orange all looked fantastic, really well blended. I loved the designs of all of the different kaiju. Godzilla, especially, really fantastic look and seeing them in action was really cool. Uh, and then also Jet Jaguar, you know, getting in on the fighting with some of the smaller kaiju like the small rodons, the the angriest. I don't think they gave names for like the spider ones or the wasps or the, the other ones, uh, but they're all there. And overall, the series is very well crafted animation-wise. The way the red dust proliferates around all of the kaiju and creates this like swarm-esque look as it alters the environment around them and creates this... It keeps them in, like shrouds them in a little bit of mystery. The There are many very cool shots of Godzilla doing Godzilla things, and I definitely think the series succeeded quite well on the looks front, uh, and also the sound front. I thought both the scoring and the sound effects were really well done. The first time the like classic Godzilla theme starts to kick in is just so cool like you recognize it instantly and you're just like oh yeah the hype just hits you of like oh shit it's Godzilla and the first time that kicked in was just so good. and then it is intertwined with a lot of new material and I I really just liked the score I thought the soundtrack was really good and the way it blended classic Godzilla themes was was very well done and so all of this blends into a really interesting combination of An anime series that looks fantastic, sounds fantastic, has maybe writing that's too clever for itself, slick looking kaiju action, maybe not enough of it in my opinion, but I like kaiju more than the humans' side of everything, so I'm biased on that brunt. (laughs) Uh, But it is a fascinating, like, sci fi take on. Kaiju and Godzilla specifically, I do think it gets way too heady in the Technobabble aspect. It just it dialed it up to thirteen when it needed to. I think rein that in. Now it's not to say it's not interesting, and I'm sure someone out there who's listening watched this series and said, "Well, but I loved the Technobabble and the exploration of all the scientific theory and and the multi extra dimensional." Stuff and the you know metaphysics and the math, and the the history and the literature. Yeah, I mean I I thought it was all interesting too. I just I personally did not think the balance was well maintained between that and then also telling a story with like characters that existed as more than just vehicles for that story. In addition to also the kaiju, I think like I said, there's only a handful of good examples of the kaiju like blending in with that really well. At least in, in my view, and so all of this creates a fairly lopsided discussion of this series. It is something I enjoyed. I love Godzilla, uh, the way they ended the series, they're leaving it wide open for a season two with the uh kind of after credit teaser. Can anyone say Mecha Godzilla? Um, and so I will definitely watch a season two of it. I enjoyed what I saw of season one. Now, would I recommend this series and who would I recommend this series to is the question. Do you love Godzilla? Well, then just watch this. It's Godzilla. Do you love sci-fi stories and techno babble? Then you're really going to like this. Are you more interested in character stories and interactions and character growth or just more character focused anything? Yeah, this series, I don't, I don't think it's, it's going to be there for you. You just want to see giant monsters and robots fighting each other. Yeah I mean you get a good amount of that in this series even though some of it is in the background of Technobabble happening in the foreground so it's there and there's there is plenty of it overall so it's a hard show to like I said break down and it is a hard show to pin down in terms of maybe who it's for who's going to enjoy it but I think I tried (laughs) uh I gave a couple examples of what you might be into and if this would be for you. I don't normally break things down like that, but this series is just so... It was so unexpected for what I got that it's incredibly difficult to break this down in a way that is like digestible for you, know, you listeners and that, I don't know, can convey any kind of actual information, useful information, especially without spoiling anything. And I think before I go on to spoil anything probably wrap this up here and aside from saying one final note is that while I wouldn't say this season felt largely like exposition and info dumps and and whatnot it is a lot of setup to get to a conclusion of like what's going on with the kaiju in the background that are destroying the world kind of thing and if we do get a season two I'd like them to maybe Finally now that we've gotten some answers take a couple steps back from all of the setup and establishment and theory crafting and whatnot and focus more on the actual kaiju but who knows Um, I don't even I don't think they've announced or hinted at or anything with the season two yet I'd certainly be interested in watching it I am a sucker for Godzilla stuff or kaiju in general so I will watch it. But just keep in mind that if this is all we get, then, you know, the story and characters are definitely a bit of a not quite as invested in as the actual production, like the the actual animation and music and all of the parts of the show that I think are, are well done. I don't think they combined into a balanced enough, like cohesive enough whole. To like universally recommend to this. So anyway, that's gonna do it for me. That's Godzilla singular point. Um, a really, I think, interesting new take on Godzilla that is probably very divisive in terms of whether or not you in, will enjoy this series. I already gave you a breakdown of whether I think it's worth watching for you. So you probably have your decision long by now. But there it is. It's thirteen episodes. You can watch it on Netflix. And I do hope we get more. I mean. I want more of Godzilla anything always. So thanks for listening. Follow my Twitter, DocPay for updates. And please, if you like DocuPied, leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Can't leave a review there? Go do it on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Every review helps someone find it. I'll catch you next time. (laughs)